Today is Monday the 28th of August 2017. I hope you're having a great day. As I mentioned yesterday, it's a bank holiday here in the United Kingdom, or in England at least. Um, so, you know, but I know that some of you are based elsewhere. Um, it's about quarter to three in the afternoon. Um, I've done a few hours work so far. I just wanted to nip in and um, record a little segment about um, the fact that doing what I'm doing and basically, you know, founding any business and the whole entrepreneurial journey, you know, requires this um, high level of understanding uh, and compromise from the ones that you love and the ones that love you. Um, I've mentioned this before that I'm very lucky insofar as Layla, my partner, is, you know, amazingly understanding. Um, but that doesn't mean that, you know, it doesn't niggle at me as well. So today's a lovely hot day. Uh, it's a bank holiday. Many people are out, um, relaxing, having fun, doing things. And, you know, I'm home because, um, I've, I've got work to do. <laughs> and, uh, you know, there's always this question about what are you doing and is it that important and couldn't it wait? And on the flip side, you know, with so many things going on and days like today where no one else or most other people aren't working are sort of a little window where you can get some stuff done that you're struggling to find the time to do at other times because you're not getting emails and, and other calls and meetings and so on. So I'm hoping this afternoon to have the opportunity to finally at least look into how to get my Android uh, version of my app onto the Google Play Store, which is something I've been trying to get around to doing for the last month or so. You know, so it's these kind of little windows of a few hours that things like a bank holiday or sometimes a weekend can create. But of course, it doesn't mean that you're not spending time with your loved ones. You're not doing anything fun and in inverted commas. Um, and that can take, you know, a huge level of understanding. And even when there is that level of understanding, it doesn't mean that as an individual, you don't feel it. Um, I wouldn't say guilty. That's kind of a negative connotation word, but it doesn't just, you know, pass you by that. It's okay, although sometimes, you know, your behavior can, can convey the impression like you're not cognizant. Um, and I just wanted to nip in because it's just something that was on my mind. Um, if you are going to pursue founding your own business, being an entrepreneur, um, then if you are already in a relationship with somebody, you know, it's absolutely imperative that you have these conversations very, very early on and you continue to try and communicate. Things will always, um, you know, drop every so often. You'll forget to convey that you want to work. Um, they might feel sometimes, oh, you know, even though they're used to it, it's not great. Now, you know, it's not going to be 100% plain sailing. But um, if you can have these conversations early on and try and stay open with your communication, try and compromise when you feel able to. Um, hopefully, you know, it won't uh, it won't be too bad. Um, I do know from listening to lots of entrepreneurs that many a relationship has fallen by the wayside. Um, because it's become all encompassing to them and their partner has not been, you know, willing to be there for the journey. I don't say that in a criti critical way because it's entirely understandable. Um, in, in my case, you know, Layla and I are, are all in this together, um, forever as it were. But, um, you know, I just wanted to, I guess, give her a shout out as well and say how grateful I am, which I should tell her myself too, <laughs> which I will. Anyway, thanks for listening, and I will um, update with another episode later on this evening. Cheers, bye. It's 11.30, Monday night. I hope you enjoyed the rest of your day.
So the news is mixed. <laughs> I, uh, I did manage to finally spend some time on the Google Play developer console, um, figuring out how to upload my app. Needless to say, I didn't get it all done, but at least I've got I've got stuck in and I understand how to do it. And, um, you know, there's definitely light at the end of that tunnel. A lot of the um, material that I need is very similar to the material that I use for the um, Apple App Store. Um, so, you know, it takes a little bit of the uh, time out of that in terms of being able to repurpose the same material. But anyway, I'm hoping I'll, um, I'll get that done. I don't know, maybe tomorrow, but certainly hopefully this week, and that will be um, certainly one big milestone because it's been um, an outstanding thing for a very, very long time. Fingers crossed. Um, I wanted to talk about a couple of things. One was I had this really interesting discussion yesterday. Leila and I were talking about the whole area of how do you essentially preserve core values and culture um, and the founding vision as you scale a business. Now, in the case of the Ralph, we're not actually obviously scaling the business um, at the outset, although obviously we will look to, but you know, as I've said before, pretty much overnight we're going to go from a small team to 60 odd people arriving at the hospital on, on day one. We'll have done a lot before then, obviously, to onboard people and build relationships and so on. But you know, that's, um, that's an instant challenge there, really, because the hospital's being built on a set of core values and a founding vision that um, have been in existence, you know, for some time now, and that a small group of us are currently working pretty hard to, um, you know, add detail to and develop the systems and processes and initiatives and so on to turn all of that into a reality. But, um, you know, I've also talked in these episodes about culture being all about the people when you have a larger number of people with variable backgrounds different roles and so on how do you safeguard that vision um you know and then we're going to grow from 60 to well who knows in the future but certainly over 100 um and that's a relatively small business compared to some but it's obviously a you know a bigger business compared to others um so for me, I think the bottom line is we have to accept and recognize that, you know, it's impossible that everything is going to unfold and manifest as, let's say, I, for example, as the founder would wish it to in terms of every episode of care and every interaction and every communication and all behaviors and all team participations and everything being consistent with the, the culture and the core values. Um, what I'm trying to do is to say, well, okay, what I want to do is first of all, be very, very clear and consistent in what, you know, the founding vision is and what the core values are. And, and in that respect, if you like, what the expectations are, um, to do a lot of work beforehand to try and make sure that we work hard to understand how best to communicate and relay that to the team by essentially, you know, working with a small core group to help tease out all of that and to make sure that we have the systems and processes and initiatives and everything in place in order to help us to be able to communicate all of this to new new team members as we recruit uh, going forward forever. So that's the next step, you know, is to, to be prepared. And then after that, I think it becomes a matter of, you know, essentially me as the founder um, and the ultimate leader, if you like, that sounds very grandiose, it's not meant to. 
Um, but really, you know, to be obsessively consistent um, in making sure that, you know, although there will be hiccups and problems and shortcomings along the way, that you remain focused on, you know, that culture and that vision and those core values, irrespective of how many people there are. Um, part of the conversation we had yesterday was, you know, why or what happens? Why do some people who start out with these grand visions, you know, lose their own way or sell out or cave in or I guess become delusioned? Um, you know, what is it that ultimately means that people that start out with visions sometimes lose their way? And I'm sure there are a number of reasons why, you know, the leader stroke leaders, the founder stroke founders, um, you know, I, I say lose their way. Maybe it's not losing their way. Maybe they their priorities change. Maybe they change their mind. Maybe they lose some of their passion for what, what it was they were doing. Maybe there's some harsh realities there about the trade-offs between scaling and retaining the vision. Um, you know, priorities change. Who knows exactly why? But really, for me, if the leadership um, does not retain that sense of obsessive commitment to the core values and that culture and those and that founding vision, then, you know, I think you can understand um, how things become even harder at scale. And of course, the other thing to bear in mind is that, you know, when we speak of leaders, we're not really talking about necessarily um, like a traditional hierarchy where there are some people at the top. Um, by necessity, when you have a business and you need some structure, there's always this kind of implication of hierarchy. But um, as much as possible, the Ralph is going to be a place where everything is as flattened as it can be. Um, you know, and you can have leaders all over the place. You don't have to have a, a title that makes you a leader. Um, but ultimately, I still think that, you know, rightly or wrongly, I still believe that a lot of this um, retention of vision at scale does depend on, um, you know, the founder. Um, of course, at a certain scale, it becomes almost impossible. I always laugh sometimes when people want to blame the CEO or whomever it might be for something that somebody several steps and uh, miles etc removed does um, and you know I guess you could argue how much of that is structure systems processes culture and how much is it just that people are going to do what they're going to do um, anyway so I mean I think it's a fascinating thing and certainly it's a challenge that I'm looking forward to of course it won't surprise you that I'm hugely optimistic and <laughs> positive um, uncertain indeed sorry, I should say certain, um, of the future as far as the Ralph's concerned and what we're going to achieve there and how we're going to retain the vision, etc. But, um, you know, as I said before, some would call me delusional. I can give a damn <laughs> what they say. Um, I believe what I believe and it'll be. Okay, well, thanks for listening and I will catch you tomorrow. Remember, take chances, be compassionate and live in a beautiful state. Cheers. Bye-bye.